Unwrap your gift now, but pay later. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Put no money down, no payment, and no interest for up to 24 months. Our elves work year-round, installing in as little as a day. Offer ends December 31st. Visit PellaWI.com. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue, it's the Jeff Wagner Show. Come join the conversation on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line at 855-616-1620. Now filling in for Jeff Wagner, here are your hosts, Carol Kane and Sandy Max. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to contain your enthusiasm. Good afternoon, yeah. everyone. How I know. It's I'm I'm thrilled to be here and. Uh, it's fun. It's fun working with you. Really, really Thank fun. Mm-hmm. Right back at you. It's been fun to tell some stories and uh, connect with uh, TMJ listeners and fans. And this is going to be another fun conversation. Some of the things we have lined up. Uh, you had an interesting uh, conversation about sleeping arrangements. Yeah. Um, which which happens when family visits. And we'll also talk about holiday decorations and uh, also mocktails yeah an interesting word the mocktails thing i thought was very interesting in the fact that i saw an article in visit milwaukee and i also just this morning saw an article in the milwaukee journal sentinel and it's about the actually the proliferation of mocktails and how people are really not imbibing like they used to and so they mentioned actually the the bar that's here at the food court in the the avenue Yeah. yeah And so I went and I talked to one of the bartenders and I said, hey, would you mix a few for us and bring them in so we could kind of taste them and tell people, you know, if you're interested, because there are bars around the city of Milwaukee that this is all they do. Yeah. And if they're getting more coverage, there's an article in the Journal Sentinel today yeah. as well. So so we'll explore that idea if you have questions about uh, maybe easing into the mocktail world, because some people even embrace dry January. Yes, I'm, I'm pondering it. Mm-hmm. Not sure I can fully embrace it, but maybe a mocktail would convince me. And then you also found a funny uh, situation, which I'm interested to know, would other people behave the same way that this one person did uh, at the grocery store? So we'll, oh, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get into that subject as well. But honestly, how many people did you host for Christmas once all the weather settled down? I didn't host at all. Oh, so I well, good for you. Yeah, I, I was fortunate in the fact that every uh, Christmas Eve we go down the street to my girlfriend Mary's house. She has a big party on Christmas Eve, and then um, we rotate in my family uh, who does Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, that kind of a thing. And my older sister Sue, who moved in from Texas this year, wanted to host Christmas. So I'm like. Okay, go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll show up. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we went to my brother's for Thanksgiving, and we went to my older sister Sue's for Christmas, and um, so I didn't do it. I was lazy. I didn't do anything, and it was weird. It was weird, though, you know, because I'm so used to hosting and cooking these copious amounts yeah. of food and having all these leftovers and stuff, and you know, now I don't have that, and I'm sitting there going, okay, now what the hell are we going to make for dinner tonight because I don't have any leftovers. Do you want to go back to that next year? Do you miss it that much? Um, you know what the the family has grown, and I just don't. I don't have even though Steve, you know, busts my chops about this palatial estate that I have. <laughs> I don't, and I, you know, finding a place for all of the people is going to be a daunting thing. That Chateau Cane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I, I don't, I. 
I really seriously don't mind hosting. Yeah. I, I love cooking, so it's not a big deal. How about you? Did you host? Oh, no, you were no. supposed to, you were supposed a, to yeah. go. Yeah, it was a cozy Christmas, stayed home, didn't have to really cook and, or do anything. And that's that's really okay with me. I think you said something yesterday to me off the air that hmm. you're not the cook in, in there. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm loud and proud, and it's been interesting to meet teammates here at the radio station a lot of men really enjoy cooking here and baking yep. and that's the way it is in the max house uh the man of the house mike is quite the chef and enjoys truly enjoys the creative outlet of being in the kitchen yeah lou used to um and i think i was the <laughs> the one that squashed it uh, and i i i didn't, don't do that i didn't mean to stop him completely but every time Sandy, every time he would make dinner, yeah. it was the same thing. Oh. And I'm like, dude, I don't want pork His tenderloin. Specialty? I, yeah, I, I don't want mo- any more pork tenderloin with sautéed zucchini. I don't want it. Well, see, the so- reason we stopped having Sandy cook in the house was it wasn't the same meal every time. It was the same smoke alarm going off every time. Really? It's just I know, th- your, know your strengths, and food preparation is just not one okay. of mine, so, so I know that. But, uh, but you did have activity at your house. You, yeah. had, you had guests, even if you didn't host. Right. We, my son flew in from Los Angeles. He lives in the Los Angeles area. He moved out there about mm, eight, nine months ago. Um, that with sounds his, lovely. Yeah, with his, um, and he came in with his girlfriend and their little corgi dog, Luna. <laughs> So um, I've had them since last week, and they leave tomorrow. And tomorrow, I'm I'm just prepping you. Tomorrow, I might be a little toasty because I got to get up at three thirty in the morning to get them to the airport because oh. they have a very very early flight. And Hopefully, you know the next question: wood. What what airline are they on? Delta. Okay. So I think I'll be interested be all right. in that update from the from the airport tomorrow morning. Right. So I'm gonna kind of like I'm gonna slow down just enough for them to jump out. <laughs> <laughs> get their bags checked and says wave see you later have a nice flight yeah um then, then take a nap well, but you but, had a big question in your house well i this was a question that was from a friend of mine who also had people that came in from out of town that were the sleeping arrangements as to how and who sleeps where and who sleeps with who and that kind of a thing because i will say this that um, because this person's, um, it wasn't a big problem for me because I got blow up mattresses and all that kind of stuff. But the person I was having the conversation was this, the people that she was housing yeah. weren't married and do I allow them to sleep together? The adults. Right. Do that I allow that, them- that you're under your roof, your rules. That was the question that was posed to me because she wanted to know what I was doing. And I'm just like, I kind of played what my parents played in the fact that my house, my rules, you're not married, you're sleeping separately. Okay. That's my... And it's 2023, so we wonder if the rules have changed. So we want to know what you think. Your house, your rules, when someone unmarried for maybe long term or short term, what's your thought? The WTMJ talking text line? Your house, your rules. Let us know. 855-616-1620. We'll find out what your friend uh, decided to do. Well, I can. Yeah, I know what your I know what she decided to do. And, you know, and and you know what? It adds into another thing. It springs board into another situation of how do your guests treat 
the household. Like, okay, we'll just we'll discuss. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Taking your calls and stories. WTMJ Talk and Text Light eight five five six one six one six twenty. Your house, your rules when it comes to sleeping arrangements for the holidays. Our house, our rules. That is the subject. Thank you to producer Charlie Snell for choosing taste, tasty <laughs> madness music to get us into this subject. So Carol's talking about uh, her friend. I have I, I, this right. I have this this friend of mine who brought this up, and she wanted to know what I was doing, and I'm like, well, what I do is not. I, I, what I do is what I do. You have to do what you're comfortable with. And um, she ultimately did let them sleep together, even though they weren't married. Because they were, li- they, they're, in her world, yeah. they're living together. Yeah. So, um, but I just. But she wrestled with the decision as a parent. Well, she was asking me, you yeah. know, because she knew that I had this out of town situation <laughs> coming in, too. Yeah. And um, like I said, I got blow up mattresses and whatever. But. Um, she was looking for a little backup, it seems like, for whatever her decision was. Right. So, but <laughs> and you tapped out. You're like, hey, it's your house, your rules. Not you. You got to figure out what you want to do because what I do is completely different. But I just know that when I was dating Lou, and we weren't married, that was not allowed at my parents' house. And he was he was in one room. He got the really crappy room. I, my the mom's one house with the drafty good. window. <laughs> he got my brother's old bed. room with the little twin bed and. Um, so, and I had my old room with, you know, where the dog came in, it was bigger and things like that. So, uh, but I, I, I just, I thought it was a fascinating kind of conversation. And in addition to not the, even the sleeping thing, um, cause somebody texted in and said, I, I would let them, I would let them sleep together, but hmm. didn't want to hear any noises. If you know uh, nudge, what I mean. Nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, that's the 262. Yeah. I, I see that. Uh, then Marsha and Brandon said, absolutely, my house, my rules. You do not sleep together unless you're married. Um, All right, then. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it, it is it is your home. Well, and in addition, like, when the, if they're going to be there, and especially now with people that are stranded that can't make their way oh back home, gosh. and so their stay is extended. What is the responsibility when it comes to the visitor to, like, help out with food or buy, take somebody out for dinner or, you know, that kind of a thing, or pick up after themselves? You know, I understand that things are different, you know? Yep. Like, I, I will say this, and I know it was my daughter. I came downstairs, and there's stuff soaking in the sink. It's like, oh, darn it. Rinse <laughs> it out and put it in the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kitchen behavior could really creep on people's nerves. So I just thought it was a kind of a fascinating thing that um, that people sometimes have to wrestle with, you know? And, absolutely. And uh, 414, it depends on the length of the relationship. So see, there are criteria for some parents and, and maybe even children who have their parents staying over now, and it's a possible step-parent situation. That's a different dynamic to... Who's well, I'm sleeping will, over. Um, and, and in all honesty, I will. I know people. This is we. Um, when Lou and I did get married, that was a weird. That was a weird visit. It was oh, yeah. a weird visit going After, to my parents' your house. Your newlywed visit. Yeah, when we got <laughs> married, and you know, mom's like, "Well, it's just you know, there's your room," and I'm like, "That's kind of weird, mom. I'm feeling weird." But um, somebody wrote, good God, we're not in the Stone Ages. Um, 
And I like this one uh, from 262. I have no issues with an unmarried couple sleeping in the same bed or room. However, if you're planning on hanky-panky, get a hotel for the holidays. Yeah, if you can't, if you can't keep the hot pants cool for a few days while you're saving money and spending time with family, you might want to just opt for a hotel and, and visit be, rather than make it really awkward for everyone. I will be perfectly honest with you. There was never, and Lou and I have been together for now 40 years, and married for 37, <laughs> or 36. Never, ever any hanky-panky at my parents. <laughs> Never. I, you know, if he came in for something, I'd be like, get, you stay over there, mister. I am no dot. This is my parents' house. Yeah, that's something you couldn't live down. Your house, your rules. Let us know. The conversation continues. The WTMJ Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Wake up with me. Hey, it's WTMJ's Greg Mantic. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 for Mantic's Morning Minute. Everything you need to know about all your favorite Wisconsin teams in just 60 seconds. No look beat ahead to Bochamp, who takes flight and flushes it through with a one-hand slam. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 8.30 on Wisconsin's Morning News. The guys know when it's real and when it's not. I, I do truly believe in the men in that locker room. Sponsored by Holiday Automotive in Fond du Lac. My partners had told me I should get my knee replaced. I was in my 40s, and I decided that I wouldn't do that. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog, who found regenerative medicine years ago and became a believer. It changed my life around. It improved me to a point where I was able to jog again. That's when Dr. Herzog switched his focus from surgery to helping his patients with natural biologics. I've treated at least 5,000 patients. I believe your body has everything it needs to heal itself. Today, you'll find Dr. Herzog at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine that can give lasting pain relief with no downtime, no drugs, and no surgery. I have patients coming up to me that I did 10 years ago saying, you know, Doc, my elbow's still working great. I'm playing tennis three days a week. Call QC Kinetics now to explore alternative ways to deal with your pain. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 414-285-3474. That's 414-285-3474. 414-285-3474. Eric, I like your commercials so much, but I can't wait for something to go wrong around my house so that I can call Team Austin. Well, that's what people tell me anyways. But the truth is, you don't have to wait for a crisis to call us. In fact, you'll find you'll have way fewer plumbing or heating and cooling problems if you don't wait. By having Austin Plumbing, Heating, and Air nip little problems in the bud, they won't become big expensive ones. Man, nothing beats the feeling of knowing your drains are clear, your water heater is flushed, or your toilet isn't wasting water. And when you rely on my gurus to watch over and maintain your furnace, boiler, or air conditioner, that's the extra cheese curds on the fries as far as I'm concerned. As a club member, we stop by on the regular, and that beats crisis management all to heck. We provide comprehensive care for your plumbing, heating, and air. And we just look forward to seeing you when you're relaxed, and we're relaxed, and there's no panic. So why wait? We'll be glad to stop by in the next couple of days if you'd like. Austin Plumbing, Heating, and Air, online at teamaustin.com. But who gets to sleep together in that house when you're hosting guests? That is the subject right now. Carol Kane, Sandy Max filling in for the Jeff Wagner Show here on TMJ. The WTMJ talk and text line 855-616-1620. You're always welcome uh, to be part of the conversation. And we've gotten some fun texts. The question really being when you have adult 
visitors. They could be children, but we're also in an age, we got a text, if they're adults, uh, unmarried, right. we should be able to sleep together from 414. But what about guests that are older, middle-aged, senior, and unmarried? What's the difference? You know, and, and sleeping separately is archaic and, and needs to go away. But there are children who are, you know, dealing with parents who are visiting who may have a new partner, a future step parent. Well, and the, so does yeah. that become awkward conversation or not? Well, this this text says my mother-in-law, who was in her 70s at the time, was dating a lovely man. They lived together but chose not to get married for financial reasons. Um, friends of theirs refused to allow them to sleep together when they came to visit. I think that's crazy. Um, you know, I, that's fine. Uh, from the nine two zero, I'm really laughing at this conversation. I want <laughs> this is an interest. Yeah, I just want to. I well, I just went through this. My 21 year old son just left an hour ago. <laughs> he unannounced brought his new friend with him to stay at the house for a few days as he was getting his old bedroom ready. I got some bedding out for the spare room, but that was queen size mattress in it. He told me that was not needed after a fairly short but somewhat stern conversation. They left and got a hotel room, not in my house anyway. On Monday, she told me that she was impressed that I stood up for my principles. Not much more was said. He's mad at me because I made him spend three hundred dollars that he doesn't have. All choices have repercussions. I think that's fascinating. That it was a full discussion there, and then you've got somebody completely four one four one step further in our home. You're not married. He or she not sleeping over. Period. That's I, a, that's that's a stand right there. I I don't have a problem like with the blow up mattresses and their you know, and listen when I'm not there. Who knows what they're doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't I can't dictate that. But the thing is, is that I it's just that's kind of and I'm not some prude or some archaic individual. It's just the fact that I just this is how I was raised. And it's hard for me to throw that aside. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. And it just, um, it, it's just it's it's a personal choice. And it's how somebody wants to. It's just the the compromise that you make if you're going to save money and stay at a family members it it seems to be their house uh one more ken from greenfield before we get into the news uh he said my living girlfriend and i went with my parents to visit my aunt in long beach california Aunt evie was old school there was no way she and i were staying together in the same room they had to sleep separately or go to a motel and he says we went to a motel it was awesome so they see there's the compromise at least there was good communication uh he also says that was several decades ago so well maybe uh Opinions have evolved, but whatever works for your family, as long as it doesn't cause a feud. (laughs) No, exactly. That's the whole thing. As long as you can keep the peace. And if you want to do a hotel room, that's fine. I understand that it can cause a little financial strain. Yep. But But it's worth it to keep the family together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. TMJ, Carol Kane, Sandy Max Filligan on the Jeff Wagner Show. Holidays. Talk about decorations. But first, though, uh, still getting some comments on yeah when you're hosting it, sleeping arrangements. Is it a discussion? Is it a conversation? And in some households, it is. No matter what well, age your dating children are or even married children are, do they sleep together or not? It's it's. It's very polarizing. It's very interesting to the, the talk and text line. You know, we're either in the Stone Ages for either bringing this up, which is fine, a fair, a bit, yeah. And then there's also like, uh, uh-uh, no way, right, right. So we have Louise from Cedarburg on. She says she hasn't heard about this in a few years, but she's got a few comments. So give it to us, Louise. 
Well, I'll tell you, I have not heard this discussion in about 20, 25 years uh, because it, you're right, it's either one way or the other. However, most people, whether young or old or whatever, when you go to particularly a family's home, you basically know what the policy, how the people who own the home feel about your sleeping together. And I think it just boils down to respect. If you know, as Carol, you said, no way in your parents you wouldn't have even asked about it. Yeah. I think whether you're young or old, you need to respect the person the people who live in the house. And you're right. Um I we've had um different age groups here in our house, okay? Uh some who were uh, uh sleeping together in college, uh some who were sleeping together after college, uh some you know who are not married. Um they knew that how when they came to our house, that um, uh, what our feelings were about this, and they respected that. So I think that's what it boils down okay. to. Okay, uh, you you know, and and even older people who are sleeping together, if you are going to somebody else's home, um, you know that respect is really important. So, but um, yes, I said it just kind of makes me smile because <laughs> it it we haven't heard this kind of a discussion for a long time, and uh, I think it's very interesting that maybe it, it is coming back. Louise, okay. it is it is separate uh, thank in you. your home. Yeah, it sounds Pardon that way. Me? It is separate sleeping yeah, it, in your it, home. Yeah, yeah. is there yeah, is there a, a bad bedroom in your home that somebody gets the creakier, colder bedroom? <laughs> is there no, a bedroom no. of shame? You know, we had a the uh, we had a very large bedroom for uh, two of the boys. Okay, and then we had another guest room. So um, we did have room for. Uh, uh, people to have separate bedrooms. And my husband used to kid about when they did come in, in separate bedrooms, and he would say, well, I'm just going to send the dog up to make sure that you're in That's your hilarious. rooms. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, Louise, thank you so much for calling in. I okay. appreciate your well, comments. Keep talking. Thanks, oh, hon. Keep talking. Okay. All right. Thank Bye. you, dear. How oh, fun. Right. And Louise Bye-bye. got uh, some support off the talk and text well, line, uh, 262. This lady just nailed it right on the head. It's about... Respect. I and you know when I saw that my when my girlfriend was wrestling with this, oddly enough, Meet the Parents came on. Oh, and there's that iconic scene where Ben Stiller <laughs> is planning on camping out in the daughter's bedroom, and they're like, "Oh no, no, no! We fixed the bed up downstairs where you'll have your own privacy and your own bathroom." Then he goes, and the cat's using the toilet. Right. You know? I mean, so it's and you don't argue with Robert De Niro. Well, there was no arguing with Robert De Niro, but I just, I, it, so I thought it was kind of a fun topical conversation to have because it is, it is something to discuss. And now you're armed for next year's holidays or upcoming visits that you know that you can stand in your principles, whatever your rules are in your house. I, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's totally fair. And I think Louise's it hits it right on the nose in the fact that it's about respect and you have to, no matter, you know, it's not like we're, Somebody my age is uh, in the dark ages in the prude. It, maybe it is just the way you were raised. And that's just sticks in your head. I, I just would never have asked my parents when Lou and I were married if we could live, you know, if we could live 
I don't cohabitate think, in their house. I think some people wouldn't even ask you. Just go to the guest bedroom, both put down your duffel bags, and then come back out and start chatting. I think that's the, the silent, like, oh, okay, somebody makes a decision there. It's interesting. We've I mean, got- it really is. The holidays bring out all kinds of questions. And I do convert back to the, um, if it's an extended stay, do they help contribute towards the meal? Do they cook a meal sure. for you? Do you do something like that? Do you you don't just drop your underwear on the floor? You know, I mean, I hey, you might make the mistake by saying make yourself at home if that's what you do at home. It's that fine line Boy, of respect of being a guest and being a host. Yeah, how, how accommodating are you on either side? It's one See, thing to rifle through the cabinets and get out a coffee mug and make yourself a cup of tea and that sort of thing it is another thing to leave dishes in the sink and your undies in the bunch on the floor that's and that's um, that's another thing like my mother was very very finicky about her house and i was like uber protective of that like everything nothing the bed always got made yeah. and everything was folded and the throw pillars were put on the way they were supposed to and the shades were tidy yeah. yeah a better homes and gardens kind of vibe Maybe that's why I'm such a miserable housekeeper oh. now. It's just like I just I'm gone the complete opposite way. I'm a slob. I'll give it to you. I'm but a slob. I bet you have beautiful holiday decorations. I do have beautiful holiday decorations, and I know that's what we're springboarding into. Yep, we want to know uh, how long do you keep your decorations up? I don't think it's a right or wrong answer, but then again, maybe there is. We'll chat about that yeah. next on WTMJ. WTMJ, Carol Kane, Sandy Max filling in on the Jeff Wagner Show today. Happy holidays. Do you still have your holiday decorations up? Um, Likely. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, we got Mo, and we're going to check in with him real quick. He's on the phone. But oh, okay. I this year, unfortunately for me, my tree is going to have to come down a little sooner than I would like it to be because it's stopped drinking water. I put it up right after Thanksgiving. Ah. I get it early. Mm-hmm. I put it up right after Thanksgiving and I get a real tree and it stopped sucking in the water like after week number two. So it's, you know, Beauregard likes to run to the window and bark at everybody who's and he always comes out and he's covered in, in needles. needles. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this tree is so enormous and it was so heavy. I think we're going to have to cut it up in the. Oh, sure. <laughs> in the living room and take it out in pieces. But it's pretty dry. But the rest of the stuff is kind of is fake. Yeah. And so I'll keep that. I've got a banister swag that I keep up to Valentine's Day. Okay. Wow. Valentine holiday to holiday. Okay. Here and the reason I do that is it's it's fabric. It's white fabric with white lights in it. That's all it is. And it swags on my banister with big bows that tie it up there. Yeah. And it looks very ethereal and winter like. It doesn't scream holidays because the the decorations i have up i don't put up very many and they're very portable so they're easy to unpack and easy to pack right back up again but i like the multicolored lights i put up on the inside like even in the windows i'm like because they're just pretty little pastel colors and i found cords my dad had some with the white cords so they're not green so they look nice inside i'm like i could leave these up over winter but i i think i will otherwise they will be up until easter because i'll Oh, look, they're like Easter colors. So oh. I think I have to set you have January to set 2nd yeah. as, as the day to take them down, or they will just stay up out of laziness. Oh. and bu- Not lazy, busyness. Okay. See, I'm, I'm going the, uh, I'm going lazy. 
I'm going lazy. And <laughs> because there's nothing I like better than a cup of coffee when it's still dark outside and just sit there and look at the lights. But Mo from down the road says, I don't know exactly what that means, but he's he takes his down January 1st no matter what. So, hey, Mo, what? tell us a story. Tell us a story, well, Mo. I put my decoration. Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, my decorations go up the day after Thanksgiving because I'm usually off, and I don't care what the weather is. It can be colder than you know what, and I'm up and down the ladder putting the lights on, and January 1st by 9 a.m., the outside lights are done. Okay. Every year. Taken down. Just, Do you start at I 1 a.m.? take down, and um, <laughs> I'm trying to get the wife to take the Christmas tree down Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve day. Why okay. is that such a firm deadline for you, Mo? I just, I, my screwy work schedule, that's just how it is. I mean, I'm done. I started at 3 o'clock this morning, and I'm done. Okay. Okay, Mo. Well, so, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> thanks. And at least it'll be milder. New Year's. Yeah, say it'll be milder year. weather this time, Mo, than, uh, than it was a week ago. Yeah. Happy New Year yeah, to you, too, Mo. Thank you. It doesn't matter what the weather is. Okay. You're a hearty, hearty soul, Mo. There we go. Okay, we got Mike from Illinois on the phone, too. Mike calls all the time. Um, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you guys. Thank Happy you, New you too. Year. When are you taking your decorations down? So I'm a little less restrictive than Mo. I, I like to put them up as soon as I can after Thanksgiving, but I wait for a semi-nice day. Um, and I don't take them down until after little Christmas which is usually the Sunday after New Year's. Um, I learned that from my mom, and I kind of do the same thing. That's okay. A, that's a good tradition to have. Like, you've sure. got a, a mental deadline there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not a hard a hard um, takedown, but it's, like, around those times as soon as it's decent weather. Okay. Okay, Mike, thanks, thanks for calling Mike. in. I appreciate it. Um, um, the w- guys, take care. B- thanks, you too. Bye. Uh, the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. Carol, you keep yours up until another holiday, Valentine's Day. Uh, Caroline in Milwaukee keeps them up until another holiday, Super Bowl. That's her mark. Oh, to that's take her mark. Down. Well, that's the end of January. Oh, no, that's <laughs> February. It's February Almost now. Valentine's yeah. Day. But, I, you know, like my mantelpieces that my buddy Harry made, those will come down um, probably in the next couple of weeks. And that makes me very sad because I really do love them. And somebody wrote in and said the sixth, that's the, the epiphany. Lou's mother used to keep it up until three Kings Day, something that was like mid. Isn't that January 12th? Are they different? Yeah. I know. It's later in January. I'm, I'm sure someone would be. I'm asking you to... a religious question. Well, well, and I don't want to be wrong on it. Well, somebody Because again, us know. I'm the one who just puts them up because they're pretty. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've made it very clear that I take the entire month of December because that's when my birthday is, and I, I just take the entire Celebration. month. And I love, love, love just sitting there in the dark with my Christmas lights on. It just makes me so happy. And that's the whole point of decorating right. and embracing the spirit. Four one four. Listening while they're taking down their decorations right, right now. <laughs> Had enough is uh, is the ending part on that text. What are you doing? The WTMJ Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. It's a personal decision. When do you take down your holiday decorations? More on WTMJ. Happy holidays. Carol Kane, Sandy Max filling in for the Jeff Wagner Show on WTMJ and... Holiday decorations. It's a personal decision 
family decision when to put them up and when to take them down. That is the question. We're getting some interesting answers on the WTMJ Talk and text line. You're welcome to join in 855-616-1620 from the 262. Uh, Good afternoon, ladies. My Christmas tree came down December 26th, 8 a.m. I love the holidays, but when the holidays are over, that being Christmas, my wife and I agree we want to get rid of the clutter. I Happy New Year. I know that a lot, <laughs> a lot of people think that way. I've got this. I've got January 6th coming through a lot. I've got January 12th coming through a lot. I know because that when... those are the religious holidays. Right, When exactly. the Epiphany and when the three wise men, as right. the story goes, arrived with right. their frankincense and myrrh. Um, <laughs> but I... I I, for me, it's a safety issue right now for me because I have a real tree and it's very dry, and I don't yeah. want to have an issue with that. Um, safety first, but I yeah. The ones st- the swag on the uh, uh, banister stays up until almost Valentine's Day, but the the other stuff will come down probably about the twelfth. You know, and I've got two little Charlie Brown Christmas trees that are real that are pretty Aww. dry too. So I got to chuck those. You need too. a Linus blanket for that. Uh, from the 920 on the TMJ Talk and Text Line, we have a Packers-themed tree. It stays up until the Packers are officially eliminated or until they win the Super Bowl. You know, I, boy. that's something we should ask Steve, too, because he has a Packers-themed tree. And I wonder Steve if... Scafidi's wife has several different themed trees, eight, as I understand. I think they have eight that's, or nine. That's living. Yeah, they eight or nine. But I, you know, if you count my Charlie Browns, I have six... <laughs> I have one mini Christmas tree, and it's Elvis. Well, oh, wait, I, so I'm there you I go. Was, glad I was sitting down for that one. I'm not surprised Actually, you have, have an Elvis tree. Yeah, we have another 414 who also has the pick, the Packers tree that stays up until they're eliminated from the playoffs or until they, or until they win the Super Bowl. So uh, this is a theme. I, I like it. Put up another tree now if it uh, gives them some extra good luck. Yeah, we'll see. This weekend really scares me. It does. I, I, I do not trust the Vikings to not come in and pour it on and take care of our guys. I just hate, I hate to say that. Don't write to me. Don't hate me. I'm just worried about it. There. I understand that. I so, fully understand that. I will, um, this is hilarious. I will take my decorations down whenever I feel like it. I love them. They make me happy. And I tell people, if you want to judge, then judge away. But I like them. That's fine. I think it's the issue when people have the outdoor decorations and Santa and the reindeer are still on the roof and it's Easter. Like it, it's like th- then it's like when everyone has to quote enjoy your decorations well, and your inflatables. If you if you still have Santa right. and Snoopy out, you know, in March when it's St. Patrick's Day, might be time to the, take the, them down. The only thing living here in Wisconsin, and right now we don't have this issue. If it's frozen to the ground, oh. Then I, I can see where it has to stay up until you can at least physically move it. Now, I just have big ornaments hanging off my trees, um, my crab apple. That's, that's just, a nice touch. Yeah, but the, uh, and to tell you the truth. I'm surprised it didn't blow off last uh, week. I lost a few of them. Oh. <laughs> Mother Nature took some down for me. I have to think there's more than one decoration that got blown into another neighborhood last week when winter storm elliott uh, came through yeah it was pretty it was pretty interesting but so i'll i'll get those down and and now since it's so mild and i'm not freezing my fingers off then i may take them down a little earlier but i'm with you if the wreath is green is brown get it down (laughs) 
Here's a rule of thumb. <laughs> the for re- any of your greenery, if it's brown, take it down. Yes. Simple. Simple tips here. And speaking of simple tips, uh, we do have... Uh, some information, if you're in South Milwaukee, you can put your Christmas tree out with the garbage through February. The city of Milwaukee has some recycling plans. So in your own neighborhoods, I found a lot of different listings. I won't go through all the different programs that Oak Creek and Brookfield are doing. But if you do want to recycle your live tree that is now not so live, uh, there are ways to do that. Okay. And also give back to the environment and just not have another thing yeah. in the landfill. Do you remember having to take off those icicles? Yes. Those, I, I, that's what we called them. Oh, my God. My grandmother, she would reuse everything, and you had to take those off one by one and put them on that little thin cardboard thing and put it back in the packet. Yeah. That was a tedious job. I think that might be why I don't want to put up a lot of decorations, because then you don't want to go through the tedium of, we don't put, of taking we, them down. See, we called it tinsel. Sure. Um, and I... No, I'm not doing that. I, I'm not using tinsel. I don't even know. I don't think I've even seen it being for sale anymore. But, uh, yeah, no, my, I, it was my, fun to put it because you used to take about a handful and just throw it on the tree and let it fall where it may lay. Right, and right. then if you have a pet, whether it's a cat or a dog, you'd see strands of that in the cat box or out in the yard it's like oh somebody got in the tree i remember uh years and years ago when we had our cat webster and uh we did put some tinsel up just to make it extra festive for elizabeth when she was a baby (laughs) i remember he was walking past me once and it was it was exiting if you understand what i'm going for Uh uh it was the tinsel was exiting webster and i just grabbed it and he was like hey what are you doing back there (laughs) And I just pull. Pretty much every pet owner, I think, has experienced that. Uh, Another from the talking text line uh, from 269, a pilot checking in. A tree with only airplane ornaments. It comes down the morning of December 26th. Okay. I will say this. uh, We talked about this with, uh, with Steve when we were doing the crosstalk. I have not yet seen a tree in outside waiting. Which is unusual because I usually do in my neighborhood, like the 26th, you start to see them cropping up. I'm like, there's another dead soldier. (laughs) So as we uh, get into uh, the rest of the show, we've got uh, an interesting question for you. How how would you behave in the grocery line? Carol uh, found a, a situation that we can run past you. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue, it's the Jeff Wagner Show. Now, filling in for Jeff Wagner, here are your hosts, Carol Kane and Sandy Max. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. We are here till 3 o'clock. You're always welcome to be part of the show. If you have a thought, an idea, WTMJ Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. Put that in your phone. And, Carol, you were... uh, getting ready for the show and you found an article that uh, you were like hey wait a minute would you behave like this so what, uh, at, at the grocery okay a situation yeah we uh, all go to the grocery we all go to the grocery sometimes store sometimes we gotta pop in sometimes you gotta stock up for the month i it it's never a short trip for me ever really? i really i'm always you know, like i i'll start going through i go with a purpose but yet my purpose always gets ruined because of like oh something's eye catching <laughs> i need that I, I you know i'm low on that i should get another can of coffee um but th- this is kind of a little pet peeve of mine because if you go into the express lane don't take a freaking full cart no. And I and I'm a stickler. <laughs> I am a stickler for this for me. When I 
go in the express lane. I go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. If it says 20 and less, yeah. I count. You count up what's in your basket. I count what's in, in my cart. basket, and I do not go over. Now, do I advocate, like, telling somebody or going and pushing them out of the way and say, you got to go over there? No, because I'm all against, I, I just don't think altercations are, are a healthy thing for, especially in a public place like that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I've had that happen to me where it's like the express lane. And sometimes the clerk will say, this is the express lane as they're unloading the entire cart yeah. of stuff. I, I just have, a, I have a problem with that. <laughs> so you saw an article though, where literally a woman Right, waiting she, in line at the grocery. She counted, po- posted a video calling out. Right, there was one. She was one over. The one person was one over, and the woman posted a video, put it on TikTok, and said, you know, and called her out completely. Now, well, but called her out very specifically. Like, you have twenty-one items. You yeah. shouldn't be in that. This wasn't just a hey, you're breaking the rules. Like. She had enough time to be stewing, standing in line, that she was counting what was in this woman's basket. That, that to me, is fascinating, <laughs> and I'm not going to make a stink over one item. I'll even give you two or three over, but um, I just think that you... if. The rules are there. Listen to me. I sound like I'm a hundred. Well, but society falls apart at some point if no one at least generally follows the rules. Because I, I mean, I'm. It is. I'm a stickler. But I, tr- I too probably would not be calling people out. I, I've got a pretty good stink eye. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I would probably do the passive aggressive like twenty items. You know, like, <laughs> that kind of thing. You know, like, to let that person know. But most of the people who are going to stretch they that, don't they, care. yeah, they really don't care that they're irritating. Yeah. Stink no. eye lady like me. You no. know. But I've also heard my friends complain about people who will not just go to the express lane, but they'll go to the self-checkout with an entire cart full. Yeah. Which I guess I, that's your purview, but, you know, if you don't, but... If there are enough... Like I, cashier, you know what? Yeah, rush, if, that's that what you, if that's what you want to do, fine. Um, at the self-checkout, then the people are there to help you, and usually most places have more like six different or 12 different little kiosks that you can go to. So as long as you're not holding somebody else up... I, I, you know, I guess. Can you come up with a nice way to address people? What are your suggestions? The TMJ Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. How can you encourage better behavior in these situations? Is it possible? What's your suggestion? (laughs) 855-616-1620. WTMJ, Carol Kane, Sandy Max in for the Jeff Wagner show this afternoon and tomorrow during this holiday week. A lot of us have had to make trips to the grocery. Right. uh, Preparing last week before the storm and now just catching up. And you see different behavior at the grocery and Carol saw a video of uh, it was fascinating. A frustrated lady. Right. Yeah. And the talk and text the oh, talk and text line is uh, we've got excuse me, somebody's from the phone. Well, just in case you didn't hear the, the lady that you saw in the video oh. was calling people out. Calling yeah. one person out because she was patiently waiting in line and somebody with twenty one items. Yeah, it was twenty was going and under the twenty express items. Right. And the patient lady got impatient and just hollered. 
put it on TikTok, <laughs> and it's just like let's just you know. So um, these things happen, and if we, everybody dis, if everybody ignores the rules, because we did get a funny text, I'm like, did I just hear society's going to fall apart just because we don't obey the express lane item rules? I think that wasn't my point. It was just like, but if everybody disobeys every guideline then yes it is it is a bit of anarchy and nobody can get through the line efficiently right so what can you do or what what are some ways to possibly suggest to others well this person better this person on the text line says excuse Mm. me do you realize this is the express lane that's a very nice nice way of introduction and then he uh, this person also said that if there's somebody and i do this all the time if there's somebody standing behind me with just one item i just just go ahead sure I've had people look at me in disbelief when I say that. Well, because you also hope that will happen when you're in a rush. You're like, I just needed to pick up this right. one thing. Right, right. Maybe somebody will be nice to me. It's like it's like letting someone in line at the, on, uh, as somebody's merging on the expressway. You know, just let yeah. somebody <laughs> merge. Somebody will let you do that. Well, we have Peter from River West on. So, Peter, what what's your opinion on this? Uh, I think everybody just needs to relax, calm down, and just... Do what you need to do and get in and out. Uh, with a society nowadays, people want to fight, argue, shoot, beat up, and everything else. Myself, I will go into a self-checkout line with three, $400 worth of groceries in my cart, and I've had people call me out my name and scream and yell at me, tell me, you can't do this much, you can't do that much. And I've taken three items into a cashier's lane because whichever is faster and I can get in and out, I'm going to do it. Okay. Everybody would just take a deep breath (laughs) and relax and just not worry about what everybody else is doing. I think this society would be a lot better. Okay, Peter. That's very nice. I I appreciate that. Um, He's just, you know, let's just get in and out. I understand that completely. I agree with him. Yeah. And mind your, yeah, not, not be so worried about everybody else. If you're a little bit more worried about taking care of your own business, maybe it wouldn't infuriate you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Peter. Exactly. Thanks, Peter. From two six. You're welcome. You ladies have a great new year. Oh, Thank you, you too. From okay. two six two. I the- will surely try. Thank you. Okay. From two six two on the talk and text line. Uh, people ought to respect the rules, but in today's climate of impulsive, angry, unpredictable people, this person says they won't take the chance on calling them out on indiscretions because nobody wants to get into a fist fight over somebody's extra gallon of milk in the line. Yeah. No. Yet, you still kind of want to make a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you not? Yeah. You know, like... I, Jeff from Fox Point is on the line. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Cindy and Carol. Um, so the last time I tried self-checkout, it was such an epic failure that one of the cashiers had to leave her workstation and come and help me. And there were people buying lottery tickets who were very upset. And and I now have post-traumatic self-checkout disorder. <laughs> and, and I think the reason why is because I, I had too many items to purchase. I had produce to weigh, and I didn't know how to do that. And then, of course, it was, there was the lottery thing. And I also was very nervous, so I probably did need to calm down. Okay. All right, Jeff. Thank you. Serenity now. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Happy New exactly. Year. You Happy too. New Year. <laughs> I I did have a situation at my local fleet farm that was just in fear. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm with the whole just, I, I have to tell myself sometimes, Carol, take a deep breath. Is this really that important? Just calm down. Sure. I went to my local fleet farm and to get, I got a big can of nuts for 
my Chex Mix, right? Because it's cheaper at Fleet Farm. Yeah. <laughs> to say it. it just is. Well, this is so, a time where we know which stores have the more affordable items right. that are regular. Yeah, it's smart shopping. And, and so I got in, they had very few, and I understand that there's a staffing issue in many different stores. They have very few uh, lines lanes open, and the only one that was, like, not stacked up, the woman in front of me had a dog in her cart, and she sat there, and she was, like, arguing about the, and I'm like, Go to customer service over here. Why are you tying this lady up for me? I've got one can of nuts that I'm trying to check out. <laughs> and she, when I finally, I zipped around and I just did the self-checkout, paid for it myself, did the whole shoot and match, and she was still there arguing about this stuff. And I'm like, that's, that's what... That's what the service counter is for. Yeah. If you've got an issue, we want to get in and we want to get out. And you got your dog in the cart. I was just going to say the dog in the cart kind of threw me off. We have a pretty good suggestion on the WTMJ talk and text line from 414. We'll share it with you next on TMJ. News Radio 620 WTMJ. Carol Kane, Sandy Max in for the Jeff Wagner show today and tomorrow. Happy holidays. Getting closer to the New Year's Eve holiday. Probably going to have to go grocery shopping. You probably want to end the year on a high note. Well, if we're past it, Santa's it, naughty and nice list, now you just want to be a good citizen. Right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for New Year's Eve and things like that, we're just going down to a friend's house for a couple of cocktails. That's going to be it. But I love this one. I was waiting in lane next to the express lane. No one was in that line, so the checker called me over. That's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother can of worms because, when the checker calls you we're over. We're talking about when you're at the grocery, right? And people, people are not are, obeying the rules, whether it's too many items in a express lane that is has a sign that's obvious. It's 20 or less, because I'm getting the impression from the TMJ talk and text line that there are several stores that either don't have good signage or allow everybody. anything at right. self-checkout. So we're taking your opinions on how we can either address people who aren't behaving or just get along better. It says, as soon as she started checking me out, two people came in the lane behind me, and one woman who was second in line was very loudly saying, some people can't count, must have flunked first grade. Even <laughs> sure. when the checker said she had called me over, she kept pointing out that the sign had 15 or less items. There's, There's the know, people who have to bark. They just have to have their, you know, like, I'm still going to say it. Yeah. It's that passive-aggressive, like, they're not really going to help the issue but they're st- certainly going to get their comments in this one says this is from the 414 hi carol the real issue in a grocery store that inf- irritates me i try to intervene when possible is when lines are long stores open a new line and instead of oh yeah i get exactly instead of asking someone who has been waiting they come up and they grab the person who's last in line and say come on i'll help you mm-hmm. over here mm-hmm. uh, but i th- that's a that's a tough hierarchy I you know of of how, but at least they're addressing the long line and having and more tra- cashiers available to to get everybody through. But I, I will tell. I did this just the other day. I tapped the woman in front of me who had been waiting longer, and I said, "Would you like to go?" See, that's that's polite society. And she that's looked consideration. At, well, that was, and she looked at me like I had a third eye, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm serious. Just go ahead." And she random goes, no, no, no. acts of kindness. See, I, I, it can be just that simple. It can be just that simple. Four one four. I told you we'd have a suggestion on really how to not get frustrated at the grocery when this happens. So four one four text on the TMJ talking text line says self checkouts, uh, pick and saves have no limits. 
There was there when there were people who did not like someone being in line with a full cart. They argued. There were swear words flying. Thank God no one got into fights. Both parties were very, very angry. And the tip of the day is, if you can't handle the long lines, order home deliveries. Right. And then I love the last word of the text. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, like that's like, Honestly, like just find a way to de-stress your life a little bit. And still, a lot of the groceries are offering either free pickup or free delivery. Right. So right. if this really is something that makes you mad or you think you're going to crack like the woman we saw on the Walmart on the- video who just hollered. Mm-hmm. It's like, I see 21 items. That is a 20 item. Like, don't be that person. I, I would don't just cause say, that sort of stress for everyone. Yeah, no. And I, I have to believe that this is during the holidays. It probably is a little bit more inflammatory for people just because we're all under so much stress to begin with. And yeah. I, I, I would hope that as we get into the warm summer months that people are a little bit more relaxed. The warm summer months. That's a ways off. Not in my head, it's not. <laughs> patience, patience seems to be not, key. In my head right now, I'm sipping a pina colada on a beach Ooh. and I don't know where. Pick a pick a place. We just got a, a text from Honduras and he sent this beautiful picture. Yes, thanks to Steve uh, while vacationing, still streaming WTMJ. That is wonderful. So thanks so much for listening. More to come. He's totally rocking the music again today. (laughs) Producer Charlie Snell, it's WTMJ. Thanks for the good tunes, Charlie. I'm Sandy Max, Carol Kane. We are filling in for the Jeff Wagner Show today and tomorrow. Holiday week, been having fun. Uh, We love it when you are part of the show. We've had some good suggestions on uh, how to be a better person when you're out in public and shopping and uh, just bringing the community together. It's just not that hard. This is what I to think. To be it's, kind. You know, no, it's not, just, not always. It's just not that hard. And I say it over and over again to carry this anger and stuff is just, it sucks the life out of you. And it's just not worth it. You know, I, I, I can hmm. age myself. I don't need somebody else influencing my life to age me in addition to what I can do to myself. So, um, <laughs> I just, I just think it's just, you know, be, be nice and kind to one another and well, we say hello. hello. I think even just, hmm. I get a smile if somebody just says hello to me. They're walking along and it's just like a total stranger. Hi, happy afternoon. Wow. How it's nice a, is that? It's another person acknowledging another person. It's just that simple. You yeah. have to stop and have a hearty conversation just to, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Have a good day. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So um, I just think that this is, that's going to be kind of like, I know at some point in time, we'll probably talk about like resolutions and things like that. But that's going to be kind of something that I'm going to try and focus on as we move into 23. 22 was kind of a crap year for me. Oh, I just, you know, I just had these surgeries and I didn't, wasn't able to get out and it was just, you know, awful. But 23 is going to be my year where I get out and I'm going to try and help my fellow human there being. you go i like that you make just, the world a better place carol King. just just be you know say hello say hi if my neighbor needs something or needs uh, you know even just to chat it you know i'm that not simple i'm yep. not going to be that person anymore that just sits there and you know kind of like fidgets until it's like okay i'm already out of this conversation cranky. <laughs> you know I, it's just like no i'm not going to be that person i'm gonna work hard at that very good and we, and we have a lot of 
nice people to interact with in our sure community, which is, you know, we're proud of Wisconsin. And as we look back on the year, it's been fun to hear some highlights of positive news stories and good things that happened. And those year lists are coming out. And we're also finding out that we have some really good food joints I in this, this state. I, you know, and when it comes to somebody of Guy Fieri's stature, and he's calling out someplace in Wisconsin as the best diner, one of the best diners he's ever been to. That's that's a feather in our cap right there. Yeah. Um, now, I, it's unfortunately far away. <laughs> it's in Bayfield. Not in the middle of, yeah, sure, not in the middle of uh, of Milwaukee, but it's worth the drive, right. it sounds like. Right. It's uh, Delta Diner in Mason in Bayfield County. That's his favorite, his favorite diner restaurant. Um, I love a good diner. Love, love, love a good diner. What's not to love? You pretty much know what's on the menu, and it's and it is pretty much made by somebody who is great at that. And 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 on a grill that's got some built up I, the hamburger grease and deliciousness. Well, yeah, it, right it, there. It, not it, that it isn't clean, but I just mean like it's it's going to be used so regularly during the day. Well, so we've got the diner that he picked out. Um, and you know what I my go to is every time when I go to a diner, every single time. Every time. Okay. Chicken fried steak with mashed potatoes oh, and gravy. Oh, my. I might as well just sit on it that's because that's where it's going to go. <laughs> I, it's just, you know. And that's, that's also, I love that you know, because with me growing up in the South, like I've tried biscuits and gravy like north of the Ohio River, and they just tend to be disappointing. So, right. You know, so you've sampled these. This is not going to be a recipe that you necessarily will master at home. No, I just don't know. As a Midwesterner. So no. like get that get that at a diner where you know somebody's got that recipe by heart and mm-hmm. is gonna be able to make it perfectly. I love a good diner. Um I also I, I saw this article too that came through and it was uh I think it was the Journal Sentinel and no no no. It was I'd have to look it up. Um but anyhow I saw this article about how Milwaukee was named the custard capital of the of the United States. Frozen custard, we are proud of it. I, I think that, uh, you know, we've got the... I, there's a, a line for many people, they have their favorites, like Lou grew up on Leon's. Oh, yeah. Grew up on Leon's. And there can be a 12-degree temperature and there will still be, a, still be a line at Leon's. Yeah. I love Leon's. Right. Um, and then you've got uh, cops, obviously. Sure. You've got... Now, Culver's is, you know, more mainstream. You're making people's mouth water right now. But, <laughs> but there's, you know, I mean, that's a whole other thing that we are so proud of, too, is our custard. And we talked about our beer yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, we have some, and and the Usinger sausage that... Al Petrelli from TSO. Yes. Delighted to discover it and takes it back to the East Coast with him and is so delighted with it that he it's his secret. He won't tell people... Where he got it. Well, it, it, he treasures it that yeah. much and looks forward to coming back to Milwaukee every December so he can go right around the corner from Pfizer Forum and get his usingers. We have, there's also a place up in Sheboygan area called Miesfelds that yep. has delicious, delicious meat. And I, I, I'm there a lot because, um, I know Chuck Miesfeld and he's, you know, he always is like, oh, Carol, I'll set you up. It's, it's almost like, it's like a drug deal. You know, it's like, what's the good stuff back there? 
and he'll just slip it to you, you know? Yeah, there's so, a lot. So there's a lot to be proud of in Wisconsin, even more reason to treat each other well. And it's interesting, on the TMJ talking text line, uh, I didn't think that people were going to spark to this. I thought people were going to roll their eyes when Carol and I were saying, here's some just simple ways you can make, you can just be a nicer person or just encourage niceness in other people. And we've gotten some actually interesting tips. And I can share that. If you have uh, something you'd like to share about making the world just a little better place, Go ahead, share it. WTMJ Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. Back with more on TMJ. WTMJ, the Jeff Wagner Show. Carol Kane, Sandy Max filling in today and tomorrow. And proud of Wisconsin. We have lots of flavorful foods that we will get to. But I just want to touch on it. Like I said, it surprised me. I'm charmed that our listeners are uh, embracing your idea of maybe not a full on resolution for 2023. Just one thing that I'm going to try and focus on. Just be a little brighter, a little more positive. And one text from 262 is, ladies, the way I see it, we are all living in this country together. Can we just embrace each other for who we are, live and get along? I'm all for that. So uh, Ben920 texted in this great it might be hanging on a bathroom wall. I'm not quite sure, but a great side that says how to have a great day. Okay. And just a few to pull from that. If you are looking for just a way to shift your behavior starting okay. January 1st, again, I won't call it a resolution there. So just a, it sounds like too much commitment, doesn't it? Well, resolutions seem scream failure to me. <laughs> we don't want you to fail. So how to have a great day from nine to oh, compliment three people a day. That's easy. That's pretty easy. You don't even have to know them. You right. know, like, hey, nice shoes. Make put a little pep in somebody's step. Uh, another one, like you were saying, is be the first to say hello mm-hmm. to somebody you know, somebody you don't know. Be the first to say hello. Never give up on anyone because miracles do happen. That's a that's harder a real, one. That's a hard one, but that I understand but where they're going with that. that's a little deeper, that. like stay in touch with a friend who may sure. not be responsive. And the miracles do happen, but maybe they're going through a tough time. Maybe you can be that one person who was there for them, you know? I, I, that, that can be difficult. Um, and I know that there are some people in my life that I, I would like to keep in touch with, but they've ghosted me for the past few years, and it's, that's hard for me to cross into. That's well, hard for me to do. Yeah, But maybe then that's not one of the little tips that you adopt for 2023. Uh, but this, the last one, though, is a solid one. Never waste an opportunity to tell someone you love them. Oh, I... Which it may feel weird or awkward sometimes, but, you know, I, a, I, that's a good one. I embrace that completely, and I will, I will credit my husband in getting me to be more vocal with that, because he was always, you have to tell everybody you love them. You have to say this. And I can tell you, honestly, that my children, every day of their life, I said to them, I love you. I love you. And my son to this day, he does. it doesn't matter who he's with, if I'm on the phone with him or if I'm kissing him goodbye or kissing him hello and I say I love you, he'll say I love you too. Doesn't matter who he's with. And that just that makes you feel good all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, those are great things, great things to live by. Thanks, so we'll, yeah. ju- we'll just kind of, yeah, we'll just kind of see, you know, I may crash and burn on this on January 3rd. Who knows? <laughs> but then there's January 4th. You the, can say hi to another person or exactly. compliment three more people. And exactly. Like any good diet, you can't stick to it completely I know. when you're I starting know. out. So uh, back to the pride of Wisconsin, uh, we found out uh, through some fun recap articles that... 
Guy Fieri has chosen Delta Diner. Delta Diner up in uh, Bayfield County as one of the best best. in in Wisconsin. So always nice when somebody of his stature recognizes. Yeah, good family business. And then we have, we were named, Milwaukee was named the custard capital of the United States. Yeah, there you go. But um, Dave from Caledonia, he's got Newton's Meats in Newton. I'm. Not familiar with that, but Dave, what you've told our producer sounds pretty darn tasty, dude. Yes, it is. Take Highway 43 north, cross Highway C, about 10 miles south of Manitowoc. Pass an RV dealer, get off the highway, backtrack to Highway C, turn left, and go about a block, and you'll find the best darn bratwurst you'll find anywhere in the state. You get about uh, 20 different varieties, including beer brats, whiskey brats, jalapeno. Okay. Can't your meats. All right. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm going to take your directions, and I'm going to drive Newtons. up there. Yeah, Newtons. Okay. And Do you have a freezer full of these, Dave? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we well go over 100 and $150 every time we go there. boy. There's a commitment right there. That's awesome, Dave. Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. We have so many people on the talk and text line, um, and they all have suggestions as to where we should go. Check out the the Miesfelds just got a little love again. Musinger's got a little love again. Cool. If you dig a diner uh, in New Berlin, the Rainbow Family Restaurant on College Avenue is a place that Pete likes. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to write that down. Yeah. I'm going to seriously, I'm always the rainbow family restaurant. Like I have, I have special places that I like, I know where I'm going to get my chicken fried steak with the mashed potatoes <laughs> and the gravy. Um, my favorite patty melt on the planet is Chuck's in, in Thienesville that he makes the best patty melt on the planet. I love it. So I'll only get that. I mean, I'm usually, I, I've gotten past the point of when I go uh, try and si- find something different on the menu because I am always going to be disappointed. I want what I want at this place. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I want I want the. I'm one of those people that I order the same thing at a restaurant because if I had it and I really like it, I don't want to risk being disappointed. So I will just order that same thing at that restaurant. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I do. I, I am absolutely. I feel like that's a, a unique thing because people are like, "Why don't you try this?" I'm like, "Because I don't want to be disappointed." Not that I don't think they'll be delicious, but I don't want to be disappointed. I'll still be thinking of the other thing that I right. absolutely love. I wish love. I'd gotten yeah the fettuccine alfredo or whatever. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm always like for my custard caramel cashew. Ooh. I love caramel cashew. That's right up my alley. Yum. That's a, quite a combination. What I haven't had in a while, and I do need to go to one of the custard stands, I haven't had a malt. I'm not talking a milkshake. I want a malt. Yeah, that, that malt flavor. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to have to try and figure something out with that. But. Okay. Uh, text her from the 414, now that we've tempted your taste buds, before we... Uh, where is the chicken fried steak, Carol? Somebody in 414 is like, oh, no, I missed it. Okay, it's up in the Kohler area, and it's uh ah oh, damn it, what's the name of the diner? God darn it! Oh there no, there are t- there are two of them. All you have to do is look up Sheboygan Diner, and it's going to come. There's your, it's going to be right there. There's one lo- location right off from Forty Three as you just pass Kohler. Okay, and it's just right around the corner, and they have, and everybody wears poodle skirts. 
Ah, you know, it's the poodle That's part skirts. of the experience. That's yeah, fun. it's part of the whole thing, and um, it is so addictive, so addictive. I, I think about it. Oh, my God. Sure, when you fantasize about a meal like that. Uh, a couple of quick ones, 262. Uh, Miss Fields is phenomenal from a fellow uh, from yeah, Sheboygan. Yeah. Uh, but he also agrees with Dave that Newton's is phenomenal. So uh, there's scratch that itch. And if you're looking for some of the best burgers on earth, according to 414, downtown at Flannery's. There's a, you know what? I, here's my deal. When Harry's Diner, that's what it is, Harry's. Um, when... I go and get a burger. I'm I want to be able to make sure that I get it thick because I want it rare. I'm a rare girl. Oh my goodness. I want it rare. You and should I should have been it. here for Cannibal Sandwich Day in Wisconsin's afternoon news. I, I had cannibal sandwiches. <laughs> I love cannibal sandwiches. I believe that. I believe did you have them at your wedding reception? Oh well, I found God, out going lots back of people ways. did, but I found out lots of people yeah, did. Yeah. Well, we have Ken waiting on the northwest side, but we have to take a break, don't we? Yeah, we'll join Ken in just moments. Stay with us on WTMJ. Tempting your taste buds. Carol Kay and Sandy Max in for the Jeff Wagner Show on WTMJ. Thanks for hanging out with us and uh, talking about some of the best foods in Wisconsin now that some of the 2022 lists are coming out. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Delta Diner that Guy Fieri loves so much yeah. um, up in up near Mason. It, it's in Mason Wisconsin. and Bayfield County. Yeah, yes. uh, is closed for the season. Right, but something to look forward to. Uh, and uh, Carol is fantasizing about a certain meal. Yeah, my chicken fried steak at Harry's Diner up by Sheboygan. Yeah, yeah I was it's just going to say we've got uh, we've got some people who believe like you do. Yeah, Ken um, on the northwest side, he's got good burgers. Uh, in Oconomowoc, and then Wayne's up in Cedarburg. I've been to Wayne's. Wayne's is great. Yeah, Wayne's is up in Five Corners up there by Cedarburg. It's open seasonal. And then you got the Kilty in Oconomowoc. Oh, that's right. The Kilt. I have forgotten about the, the Kilty. That's delicious hamburgers. Yeah, they put a whole slice of onion in there. It is like. Old school. Okay. You know, like when you had the dog and suds and A&W and then Sal's. And then there's another place. It's off of Silver Spring in 35th Street called Joe's Cafe. They've oh. got awesome food. Okay. Okay. Got, uh, good breakfast menu. And then they got Milo specials and all that. I've been going there for a long time. And since I've been retired, kind of like a hangout joint because I don't hang out in the bars. I like the burger joint. <laughs> Excellent. You stay Excellent. safe that way, and then you ain't got to worry about the police taking you to Disneyland. There you go, Ken. Thanks so much, Ken. <laughs> Happy Thanks, Ken. New and, Year. And we will... Yeah, uh, and thank you for doing a good job. It's always good to compliment people when they're doing a good job, doing, you know, tell them to keep up the good work, and you keep their spirits uh, uh, positive. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Ken, Thank you, Ken. Good mojo. Good positive mojo flowing into 2023. Thanks, Ken. He's, uh, yeah, he's a nice guy. Really Lots of nice other guy. votes for a Harry's Diner. And then uh, also getting a suggestion, if you're in for that chocolate malt, Carol, uh, 414 says, Mezos has the best chocolate malt. And that's right across the street from Leon's Frozen Custard. Okay. So you could really live it up down there. 
Yeah. On 27th, you could really live it up. Like, I haven't been eating enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more after the news on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue, it's the Jeff Wagner Show. Now, filling in for Jeff Wagner, here are your hosts, Carol Kane and Sandy Max. New Year's Eve is coming. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to need a little help. <laughs> So I'm hoping... In what way? Um, well, because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Good. I know that I have I hit the sauce a little too much this holiday season, and I'm trying to get into... Are there the any d- good stories from that? <laughs> <laughs> How do we know this? Was there a... I'm just being perfectly honest with you. We had, two, we had so many parties, so many dinners... And there's always cocktails before and app, you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah, it's easy when you're starting to sip while you're cooking at four or five and then you realize, oh, it's 10. Yeah. I'm, I've been sitting down and I don't know that I can actually stand up. And, and so I, I know this new trend of mocktails is out there and just not, and not drinking. For example, like CNN has finally said, you know, we'd like to be a respectable news organization. So after umpteen years, now our anchors will not be getting hammered on New Year's Eve. Well, and I mean, I've always had a thought, like, I don't mind people having fun, but when, you know, when truly they were slurring. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, oh, so uh, I think Anderson Cooper is going to be pulling back, but his buddy Andy Cohen from Bravo, I think he's taken it upon himself to make sure that he's drinking enough for everyone. So if that's one of your rituals and you think that CNN has ruined it, mm, I think Andy Cohen's there to represent I ju- uh, the yeah. overserved and happy holiday. <laughs> I, exactly. I mean, I just, I, I just think at some point in time, and we are, we celebrated beer yesterday, and you know, we're talking about food and well, beer was such broth. a big industry here right. as well. Like it's, it's more to celebrate than just like, hey, it's a recreational, you know, fun thing to do, but it, it's. Um, it's a big part of commerce in our state in particular. Yeah, I I just think that because we've got dry January coming up, you know, there's a lot of people that are embracing this and just going to take it. And I think it's because everybody, there's been a quite a few number of people that have hit it a little hard this sure. holiday season. Celebrating and just getting lax. Even if you eat, you try to eat healthy, it's like, no, it's wonderful when people bring in the Peter, peanut butter blossom cookies sure, and other tasty treats and and you want to you know, be impolite to not enjoy someone's baked goods that they that they brought in. So you know we all just enjoy and indulge. But yeah, so you realize when January first hits, maybe you scale back a little or start with a clean slate. So right. The dry January, I have not embraced it. I'll say yet. No, I'm way. I but I can see the benefit of missing it. It's like anything. If you if you love chocolate covered donuts, but you have chocolate covered donuts every single day. They're not as special. They're just become a habit. Whereas if you are drinking every single th- four days out of the three or whatever, just popping a beer after work, it's like, well, if you take a break from it, you will enjoy it more when you revisit it. Right. And your body will have some health benefits. But as we get into that, I mean, so do you think you're going to be on New Year's Eve more of a, sounds like you're going to be more of an Anderson Cooper than an Andy Cohen? Oh, see, I... I was actually kind of waiting until January 1st, but thanks for killing my buzz. <laughs> you can. <laughs> no, I, 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 
I, you know what I would like to do what? is I'd like to try some of these non-alcoholic drinks and see if I feel like I'm having, if I'm treating myself to like a regular drink. I, that's where I need help with. I mean, I know that there are places all over that have these that serve mocktails, and I'm just curious as to like where I could go to try them. Is there something that you enjoy that is kind of a mocktail, you know, a, a recipe that I might be able to try? That's kind of where I'm going with this. Okay, okay, we can we can look into that. Uh, we want to know though: Are you drinking or not drinking New Year's Eve? Are you Andy Cohen or Anderson Cooper? Let us know on the TMJ Talk and Text Line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Maybe you're curious to go the mocktail route or just have had one too many uh, adventures on New Year's Eve and think that this is the year maybe not to drink. I think that a lot, uh, I think a lot of us have put the New Year's Eve complete debauchery to bed, you know, where you just go out and you just, it's like, it's like St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah. You know, it's six o'clock in the morning, the bars are full and people (laughs) are just throwing them back. And, you know, by one o'clock in the afternoon, they're back at their, hopefully back safely at their apartment or home, passed out on the couch and not getting ready and, and getting back up. up. Or- right, right. So uh, let us know. Four, uh, 855-616-1620 is the TMJ talk or text line. Drinking or not drinking this New Year's Eve, Anderson Cooper or Andy Cohen? You choose. TMJ. I do like pina coladas. Producer Charlie Snell coming through with the music again. WTMJ, Carol Kane, Sandy Max filling in for the Jeff Wagner Show today and tomorrow and asking the question as we get into New Year's Eve. Some of us have had some raucous ones in memory. Uh, Are you drinking or are you not drinking this New Year's Eve? Knowing that CNN has kind of finally, after a decade or so, put out a policy that their anchors will not be drinking on the air. I wonder what took them so long. You would think some of that slurring and some of that possible real erosion of a reputation, you know, like, oh, great. Now this person is going to tell me about this really important news story. But I saw them dancing on a table. You know, it's like I I don't know that that was beneficial. Um, But so supposedly, you know, Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen have paired up and rip it up and get silly. So Anderson will not be drinking. But Andy Cohen has kind of taken it upon himself because they still want viewers. He is going to be committed to... uh, Maybe doing shots. He'll be drinking enough for him and and Anderson, supposedly. So we uh wondering, I've been getting the vibe that a lot of my friends are just kind of not all in. Like maybe might do one toast, but that's it. Like yeah, but not yeah. drinking, drinking, but wondering if people are getting more drinking or not drinking. Um, somebody, yeah, I, somebody wrote in not drinking and then um, from the 262 Shirley Temples, um, I'll probably have a couple on New Year's Eve because I'm I'm going to a friend's house. So I'll probably do that. But then I'm just going to kind of just taper off. I, I, I just feel that it's just um, it's just not it's like you said, it's not special anymore. I mean, I don't I'm not sick. I'm not, you know, 18 anymore. I almost sure. said 16. No. Oh, boy, that was telling. <laughs> Oops. Um I I just I just don't th- feel the need anymore. It's just it's gotten to be just so Yeah, that's there are no real wrong answers, but if you want that flavor, we've been talking about mocktails, but uh, on the TMJ talking text line, overall it's uh fella says couple beers on New Year's Eve, 
414. That works for me. Uh, I did, did get a Shirley Temples or my fave. Yeah. Had a Shirley Temple in ages. And somebody else pipe it in uh, that they're not drinking. I think they're going to watch the movie Grease. Okay. That's a way to ring in the new year. Uh, and then uh, also Dolly, excuse me, Diet Jolly Good Cream Soda is what Jeff and Fox Point is going to ring in the new year with. So, <laughs> And we've got Sprecher sodas. We've, there's plenty you can enjoy as a flavor treat yeah. that is non-alcoholic. But you were telling me about mocktails and that there are several there are several locations here in milwaukee that are doing it and i'm curious about that because i've fooled myself more than once thinking i will drink a glass of water in between every tasty you know beverage to try oh, and stay sure. hydrated and not get loopy too fast and guess what happens i do not have a it glass doesn't. of water in between whereas if yeah i think if i had a mocktail that was something that makes it flavorful, makes, right? But, yeah, but but pretty and fun to hold. I like, think I would be into that. I, uh, just uh, around the corner from us, the Third Street Market Hall, they serve mocktails. North Avenue Market is home to a new speakeasy, um, and so they've got stuff. Um, you've got Boone and Crockett, uh, Lost Whale in Bayview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Honeybee Sage. Never heard of that. Honeybee Sage is the new sober and sober curious headquarters for all mocktail dreams. So I just I'm curious as to like something that because I need to have some flavor. Right. You know, I can't just uh, water is not going to do it for me. Water is what I drink during the day. But um, yeah, stay healthy. Yeah. I, I just want something that is going to be healthy and tasteful. And just it's so I don't feel like I'm de- depriving myself of anything and i guess it doesn't even need you know does a mocktail uh does it even have to be alcoholic like i'm thinking like the the beverages and like uh the mexican uh it's like a horchata you know where it's the cinnamon flavored oh, sure. kind of milk like yeah just something just something to have some flavor not just water because i feel like i'll be drinking a lot of water january 1st to try and be healthy and hydrated you know Union House in Cedarburg does craft cocktails and mocktails. Okay, that's nice. So you can alternate and go back and back and forth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we'll look into this some more, especially with Third Street Market just outside the TMJ studios here. Uh, maybe they can enlighten us even more. Maybe we can have them in as, as guests tomorrow I, I, as, you're, as we're getting into the New Year's holiday and making those choices. And, yeah. And I would think you could make mocktails at home. Right. I just, I'm looking for something that's just different and interesting. And if anybody's got a recipe or something for me, I'd be, um, I'd be welcome to entertain that and try and make my own. (laughs) I've been on that experiment. Yeah. Why not? Why not? You've got it on 620 WTMJ and, uh, making note of a, of a sports superstar next. Basta olhar pro horizonte pra uma nova esperança despontar. Do you know that voice? That is Pele, soccer superstar, singing. Why? He, he had a music career. I enjoyed He had a music? music. He was... Yeah. 2016, he had an album out, uh, and he paired up, partnered up with some other modern musicians. Uh, so it's got... interesting that he also had this artistic side to him i uh have to be honest with you i did not realize he was 82 years old 
I, I, I don't know why. Maybe he's just, you know, forever in my mind, he's that unbelievable soccer player. I mean, he's. And he doesn't look 82 either. I mean, he's, he's just aged very physically and gracefully. And if you uh, didn't hear the sad news, Pele, Brazilian soccer legend, won three World Cups, which has just been the sensation, you know, mm-hmm. last month. Uh, became the really the sport's first global icon represented for soccer, passed away at the age of 82. He'd had a number of health issues, and I, I'd seen stories for the past few days that said how his health was severely declining and it wasn't looking good. Um, and what a shame, but, it, but what a vibrant yeah. life that he had. I mean, it is amazing. So many families out there have kids. In soccer. Right. And even if they didn't stick with soccer, were really active in those elementary school and high school years. And the Milwaukee Wave, tons of clinics and tons of players who are from all around the world that play at the Milwaukee Wave and keeping that soccer right sport alive i think he probably he probably was the one that really introduced soccer to like the united states you know soccer has been in the on the world stage soccer has been the thing yeah and um i'm sure that there are plenty of a, a lot of the women that were on the olympic team probably followed pele and and got into it because of him I just don't, I just was, it's, it's sad news when you see somebody that's really, uh, an expert in his field and he got sick and he, you know, succumbed to his illness. It's, it's terrible. But it's wonderful that he's been an inspiration. I have to think, speaking of the Milwaukee Wave, their next game is on New Year's Eve, which is a tradition for the soccer club. And, uh, 305 UW Milwaukee Panther Arena on New Year's Eve, I have to think. That they will pay tribute I, I would to Pele so. at yeah. that game. I would think so, without a doubt. Um, I can't imagine that they uh, that they wouldn't. I've it's it. I'm trying to think of other st- you know like I think Ali, Muhammad Ali comes to mind as as athletes who are on that level of uh, a world iconic world figure. Sure, who really un- like united people. Even even with the even with Ali's political stance and pioneering in in you know in activism, he still seemed to be a very unifying sure. person and yeah. unifying presence. Yeah, and brought boxing to the world stage too. Yeah, um, but just, I, I'm trying to think of other sports figures that that unify in that way. They're very very special because. You have Tom Brady, but then it's like uh, everybody's kind of got a gripe with him one way or another. Yeah. They, they, or Michael they, Jordan in the basketball world, like undeniable talent. But is he this iconic person? I mean, he's iconic in that he's, I'm sure, influenced and Kobe Bryant influenced so many generations of athletes, but still not in that kind of world unifying way, inspiring athletes but not necessarily inspiring people of the world and bringing them together. I would have to say that... Um you know, Vince Lombardi probably is oh, maybe one of those yeah. kind of characters, uh, just in the fact of, you know, what he did for the sport. Um, but like, I'm, I'm trying to think of like gymnasts or no, uh, like, who I am sc- I not thinking, you know, I'm sure there's some amazing figure that it, as soon as we get into the news, I'm going to be like, oh, there we go. That's right. that person. But I mean, I'm going and like, maybe is there someone in golf? Tiger Woods? Would you say Tiger? 
But he's had his but issues, he, too. Yeah, like, the, yeah, there's like, oh, but it's a shame, dot, dot, dot. Right. You know? <laughs> no, 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 you're right. I mean, I didn't hear anything about Pele ever getting involved in anything not on the up and up. Well, you and know? just and, and also just forwarding the sport with, you know, youth clinics and, and really still being involved in the sport on on every level and being respected and revered. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, th- and then making music. So look up Pele and dance to some Pele music in honor and remembering. <laughs> Do you have that again? That song? Can you play that, Charlie? Are you able to uh, fire up some Pele music for us, Charlie? Get your dance again. On. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it again. There we go. That is nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, wait, let him sing. Basta olhar pro horizonte Pra uma nova esperança despontar Oh, oh, Abre os olhos pro futuro Okay, I gotta be honest with you. I'm putting this on my ringtone. There you go. There you go. Remembering Pele, soccer superstar from Brazil who passed away today. Yes. More with Carol Kane and Sandy Max. WTMJ, Carol Kane, Sandy Max, the Jeff Wagner Show we have enjoyed filling in uh, today. We'll be back tomorrow afternoon. And another voice that you hear on WTMJ in the mornings, in the afternoons. I'm sorry. Giving you very important information. Don't don't say lo siento, Deborah. (laughs) Do not. Uh, Debbie Lazaga. Hi. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? Good. You have a, a news, uh, a, tra- a good of, traffic a update. A good traffic update. Yeah, we had 43 northbound with a couple of uh, left lanes, I believe, that were closed because of a crash. They have now, as of about three minutes ago, reopened. So, Boy, 43 southbound yesterday oh. was horrible. Yesterday morning was nightmarish. Well, I'm talking about when I in was going home in the oh, afternoon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was... Um, First of all, let me just say that all of that construction is a pain mm-hmm. in the patoot, mm-hmm. if you will. And it looked like, and people go way too fast. Debbie, that's my big thing. It's a canyon. Yeah. It's a canyon, and it's dangerous if you're going too fast. And it looked like there was an F-150 that almost had jumped and gotten hooked up on the concrete barrier and had hit a couple of other people. And that traffic was backed up from south of Capitol Drive. Oh, yeah. All the way back to my, when I get off the road at uh, Port Washington, oh, at yeah. um, Mequon Road. Road. Yeah. Yeah. It's solid. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know when these people, and there was one poor police officer. God love him. You know what I mean? He's out there and he's waving his arms, trying to get people to do what he needs to have. And then like at Good Hope Road was the tow truck. And yeah. I'm like, well, how are trying you gonna, to get there? How are you going to get there, dude? My goodness. Well, I've actually seen people now. come back the other direction. Yeah. If they have the freeway closed, they're actually able to go one more ramp, get on, and come back the other direction to get there. I mean, for the emergency crews, that's the only way to get there. We have weekly meetings with the DOT and with, um, they call them stakeholder meetings, and it is with uh, emergency crews and all the people that might have to deal with that stretch specifically. Yeah, yeah. And every every week they give them updates on, okay, if anything happens in this stretch, this is how you get on. And, you know, so to you be really have that information. Not only have you, how long have you been reporting? Oh, my Atlanta, since, since 
since God was a boy. No, <laughs> was like, no, actually, I started in 1998. Wonderful. So you okay. really have a deep knowledge. And then now to know that you are involved in these weekly yep. meetings. So mm-hmm. you really do have the updates of when the closures are and if you have an alternate route. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We, and, and by the way, as much as because I hate getting stuck in traffic to earn in, in uh, construction, <laughs> too. Um, it is going to be awesome once it's done. It is going to be unbelievably beautiful I mean, because I mean, if you've gone through Ozaki County on 43, you're like praying for your for your struts, you're praying for your shock <laughs> absorbers because yeah. it is nasty. So once all that gets redone, yeah. it's going to be smooth as glass and it's going to go a lot better. So what is one of your favorite things about reporting traffic? Uh, being able to help people when they need to hear it. So then when they're listening, when they get on the car and they come to a, to a slowdown or something like that, they're like, Oh, geez, they flick on 620 and they're like, Oh, there's Debbie. She's explaining exactly what's going on. I love being able to see the information and then get it out to people where they need it. According to the powers that be and the people that you are meeting with, what is the biggest problem? Construction aside. What is the biggest problem that we have to deal with out there on the freeway systems? It's going to be the the reckless driving and stuff okay. like that. It's the speeding. It's the people who are not thinking about what's around them as they're driving and um, driving too fast for conditions. Um, and I've always been interested in the fact there's a psychology involved with this. Like when it snows, people go, ah, it's snowing. It's white <laughs> stuff. Ah, Everybody into the ditch. Then everything dries in the next couple days. And then suddenly on dry pavement, ah do a dry pavement oh my gosh so i mean there's that kind of the pattern oh my gosh there's that kind of pattern there's also friday mornings is usually nothing happens it's like super quiet but then on friday afternoons the mouth of hell opens up underneath milwaukee and it's all you know craziness but you can almost like I, i can almost rely on that happening occasionally it'll be the other way around or something or just like a regular day but Friday mornings, if they are dead in the morning, it's going to be crazy in the afternoon. And we're pretty much looking at the third as everything kind of kicking back into normal, right? Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much expecting that. School know. buses are back. School People buses are back will be at back. work. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when you're, that, I mean, it's just going to be one of those things where I'm going to be reminding people on the regular going, hey guys, remember, we're getting back to normal here. Everybody, come on. Leave we, 10 minutes early. We got to be Don't on assume. our best behavior, boys and girls. <laughs> so. That's so funny. What a treat to have you in the studio. Well, if you have a question for our dear Debbie Lazaga, who knows all about traffic and is a very sweet gal oh. with a fun personality of taking your questions on the TMJ talk <laughs> and text line while we have her 855-616-1620 because she's going to go right back in traffic central very yes, shortly. Put my head into the, my monitors. <laughs> <laughs> Take your questions. WTMJ talk and text line 855-616-1620. More with Debbie Lazaga next. <laughs> Debbie Lazaga in the studio off her traffic uh, master controlled chair yes. to join uh, me, Sandy Max, and Carol Kane on the Jeff Wagner Show filling in. A chance to get to know Debbie a little bit more. We just ch- chatted with you just about how involved you are in traffic knowledge in sure. weekly meetings with mm-hmm. the DOT and understanding fully what the construction is what the alternate routes are yes. and with your level of experience uh and knowledge of the roads we're don't ask me when to it's going to reopen by the way 43 because i can't remember it for the life of me off the top of my head i have it written down it's it's but, not january 3rd so no, that's it's not you know, gonna be january no I, it's gonna it it looks like it's like almost like maybe halfway done yeah i think i'm i want to say 20 
24 is kind of jumping out 24 25 something like that i'm not sure don't quote me it will be up i have to look like up. any good home project or oh yeah there'll be contrast construction project that deadline <laughs> may or may not slip or get moved a little up. bit yeah. Yeah. i hate it i do i, <laughs> I hate know. it I hey know. i my question for you is and the reason i'm asking this question is because i did what you did but I, that's how i got started in radio <laughs> in milwaukee was being a traffic reporter oh, no kidding. Okay. and i did the split shift thing and yes. i hated it <laughs> hated it i hated doing the mornings and then having to go home kind of ha- chilling and then but do you do you like it though right it's, it's not it's not so bad i'm i'm realizing i'm no longer a spring chicken so <laughs> when i was doing it in 1998 through 2008 i think it was for a good 10 11 years mm-hmm. Um, I was okay. I was doing it. It was fine. Uh, I wasn't married at the time. So I just had a couple of cats and that was pretty much, you know, so I would be, you know, I had a side job in the middle of the day kind of thing and it all worked out great. Now I can't be up past eight o'clock. I can't. No, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. there's a lot the of things. The morning show in itself and, is yeah, an adjustment. And the middle of the day is when a lot of places have meetings like office meetings mm-hmm. like our corporate has meetings and stuff like that and unfortunately that's almost like asking someone who works nine to five hey can you come in at eight o'clock for a meeting at eight o'clock at night yeah for a meeting it's like i that's my i i'm not no i'm not even <laughs> yeah but i get fomo badly yeah I have horrible fomo so i'm so i log in so i listen and i'm, I'm in on the meetings as, uh, you know wherever i'm needed so i mean that's that's the, i think that's the drawback is that you know the plus is that you're on the two most coveted day parts of in radio kind of thing um and, and then and very much listened to well, because, because when you're driving I, yeah, where the you're information. to work or to school and driving home those yep. are yeah those are those are the, the big times, times yeah that you're so, in demand you know that's you know I, I can tell you that i get like i guess in my defense i'm saying i'm not a spring chicken <laughs> and so it is getting a lot more difficult to do it's it's yeah. kind of nice having the middle of the day though not to worry and i can do my dentist appointments and my doctor's appointments yeah. and sure. shopping and stuff and sure i love how knowledgeable here. you are now uh carol and i were asking TMJ fans, some questions today. Uh, the holidays, uh, if someone's staying at your house and they are unmarried as guests, do you uh, let them, I shouldn't say let them, do they sleep together or do they not sleep together? <laughs> wow, I've not been faced with that issue. Uh, really, the really the only guests that we've had at our house have been my my niece, who's about 12, and my uh, my other cousin, who is... You know, she's single, so never really had the, hmm. Well, the good news is... I know nothing, is what Pretty I'm much saying. the consensus with TMJ fans was, your house, your rules. Yeah. Whatever can, you decide. Exactly. So you're, are you asking what my rule is? No, or? you don't. Oh, okay. You haven't needed a rule. I haven't needed you a just rule. Covered that. I know you nothing of what's happening in that extra bedroom. In that... So, do you still have your Christmas stuff up? Yes. Okay, when is that coming down? Probably, uh, I'm thinking probably sometime next week. I've always been the type of person that keeps it up past Epiphany. Since Mm -hmm. the three wise men are the ones that bring the toys, Santa always brought socks and underwear. Okay. That's the Cuban thing. Okay. So, but, um, and actually growing up, my mom and dad flipped it around. So Santa brought the toys and the three wise men brought the socks and underwear, which is extremely boring. So, you know, but we keep the the holiday stuff up past epiphany which is january 6th yeah right yeah yeah so i know we were talking about it and i said i my tree is going to have to come because i have a real tree okay it's going to have to come down 
relatively soon because it stopped drinking water about three weeks ago. Oh, Lordy. So it's, you know, it's starting, the ornaments are starting to kind of like bring the boughs down and they're, I'm finding like, oh, there's one on the floor. Oh, there's one on the floor. Are you, you sitting know? there and like listening to the to the needles falling off the clink, clink, clink? Well, yeah, because <laughs> Cause the I, needles are falling. <laughs> yeah, because Beauregard can't stop himself from running uh. under the, to, to, to bark at people out the windows. Yes. So, um, you know, whatever. You know, one thing too, we just got this on the talk and text line and and I think it's a very valid concern for a lot of people. And they're talking about it's shocking how people don't don't mm. care about the welfare of other people. This is I mean, I'm being in all seriousness. I saw something, Debbie, the other day. In I had to go way? meet. Huh? In what way? Well, I saw I, I was coming down. I had to go meet Steve for lunch with a couple of really generous donors. Mm-hmm. And so I was coming down 43 and I saw a guy in an F-150 pull over. Now, we're, this was past the construction. So okay. we were in three full lanes. Sure. And he went on the right shoulder past two people and cut off a guy who was on a ramp trying to get onto the freeway. I And I'm like, I... In my head, I almost wanted to speed up and get alongside him and go, what, what are you the doing? Heck are you, what are you doing, <laughs> sir? I do not agree with your decisions that you have just made. Yeah, but that's I was, what you it was, I mean, <laughs> it was articulate. seriously shocking to yeah. me. And I don't understand why people don't take other people's. You know what being. I think it is? I have think part of the problem is that when you get in your car, you are literally in your own compartment, yeah, literally in, in your own compartment. You don't think about what's going on out there unless they're in your way. And then at that point, then, you know, you know, Katie bar the door and everything goes crazy. But really, it's a psychological thing. You get put into this little box that has happens to have wheels on and you're closed off. And now I don't have to worry about anybody. How many times have you been sitting in? You've seen commercials, car commercials, or you sit down in the car and people are relaxed. Thank you. Finally. Oh, my gosh. Quiet. Uh. Yeah, that's you know, you're in your own little compartment for good or for bad. Yeah. You know, obviously in our driver's ed training, we need to learn and be reiterating and reinforcing the idea of like, look around people. You have to be yeah ready for anything. Right. And also, come on, be nice for crying out loud. Yeah. 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 You know, another thing I do not understand. And every time we, this happens, I'm like, how the heck did they get on the freeway going the wrong way? There, I believe there might have been some chemicals. So that was a question that? from the talking text <laughs> yes. line. That's a four one four question That's as well. That's a good question. Yeah. That is uh, that uh, there might I mean, a lot of them are have to do with that. They have to do with the the better living by chemistry, if you know what I mean. Yes, um, I do. So, but uh, then you know, I've actually gone. I haven't gone on the wrong way, but I've gone off of the wrong ramp that I didn't want to go on because it was so foggy. Mm. That I didn't see the sign. Wow, that's scary. Yeah, got it. Got well, it. We love that you keep us informed. I'm here for you. Get us the good information. And on that note, uh, Mary from Milwaukee has texted in. What number should we call if ah. there's a traffic issue that you haven't reported yet, especially if it's not on an expressway? Yes, on the traffic tip line. It's yes. the HallMazdaMilwaukee.com traffic tip line. It's four one four two nine. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, the, the of muscle my memory. Like, oh, wait. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, I don't have it anymore. It's only in the other room. Okay. 238 Okay. Here we go. One more time. 238 And if it's not, tune in throughout the afternoon because oh I will be saying it a few times and then I will actually have read it off of a piece of paper so I can tell you the yeah, exact what we get for dragging you away from that master control <laughs> traffic chair. I More feel like I'm winging it.